0: Yo, this Friday, March 27th at noon Pacific time, we invite you to join the Black Window Cream live stream seminar featuring the creators behind the lens of Justin Bieber's latest visual album, Changes the Movement. This 15 video series features some of the biggest dancers and choreographers in the world and has amassed over 40 plus million views on YouTube alone. And we're excited to announce that we'll be bringing in the key filmmakers who brought this vision to life. Director Nick DeMora, producer Andrew Sandler, director of photography Taylor, Randall and production designer Francesca Maldonado. In this four hour live stream, we will get a deep behind the scenes look into how these filmmakers brought this series to life from start to finish. We will learn the inspiration behind the videos, the creative process that went into them, and the challenges they faced along the way. And as we've done in the past, you will be able to interact with each of our guests via video chat and ask questions live on screen. Click the link in the description so you can register now to save your seat. Make sure to act fast and we will see you on Friday. Hey guys. Ben here, Uh, I just wanted to say We recorded this episode with Scotty Russell about a month ago um, And we've been sitting on it Because we dropped a couple other things in between the time, etc And now we're releasing it But we realize with this pandemic, the coronavirus Is kind of fucking shit up Because this whole thing's about, you know, your side hustle When to leave your full-time commitment to chase your dreams And all that stuff Obviously we don't advise doing that right now Uh, because times are really weird, but I think that the episode still holds a lot of value. Shit's gonna figure itself out here soon. We'll be back to normal in this industry, Um, but I just want to preface that uh, this is definitely a month-old episode. Still super valuable. I'm excited to share it, so uh, make sure to take some notes. All right, see ya. And we are back with another Morning Roast Edition of the Black Window Cream Podcast, where every Wednesday morning we deep dive into creative topics with the goal of giving you a daily dose of motivation and inspiration. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, aka Ben Real Verse World, and this is my co-host, David Malave. What's happening, Dave?
1: Nothing, man. So today we're going to be talking about, do I quit my job and go freelance?
0: I love that title. Um, So many creatives in our community are, are constantly kind of talking about that topic, and I felt and you felt as well that, um, a great person to talk to about this was one of our past guests on the podcast, Scotty Russell. He runs the perspective collective podcast. He's an insane illustrator. First and foremost, this guy's crazy. Um, but he's also one of the craziest coaches I've ever met. This dude has so much juice inside of him. It literally is the most motivating thing I've ever heard. Um, and he also teaches you how to build your side hustle uh, as a full-time creative. So I thought he was important to get on the call and and kind of address this issue.
1: Yeah, so then we're gonna get him on the call and we'll be talking about three things. How to build your freelance career on the side of a full-time job, how to know when it's time to quit your job, and then what are the best ways to transition to freelance successfully.
0: Yeah, Um, but before we do that, if this is your first time tuning in the podcast, you are probably wondering, what the fuck is Black no Cream? Great question. Black Window Cream is the illest educational resource for content creators fueled by caffeine. Or at least I take my coffee, Black Window Cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We have thousands of members from all around the world working together by sharing content, asking for feedback, passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our private group if you want to by going to BWNC.com slash join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. And without further ado, I bring to you this Morning Roast episode and the second most epic podcast intro ever created. Right, motherfucking no! Welcome to the Morning Roast, the place where you will get the most info from a deep dive into the topics that really need cup of dough and take some fucking notes. You bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Scotty Russell of Perspective Collective. Scotty, <laughs> how you doing, bro? What's good, man? Um, thank you for joining this call, man. You've been on the podcast uh, early on when I started Black Window Cream. I-, I think I was lucky enough to grace your podcast twice, uh, which was pretty first cool. Repeat guess. First repeat yo, first guess. Yo. Um, I-, I feel like if, if you if you've never heard of Scotty before, you need to please dive in. We'll put links in the in the description, and all that. But Scotty is a brilliant artist first and foremost, and then out of nowhere is just the illest coach alive, <laughs> the most <laughs> motivating dude I've ever met. And I and I promise you, just tune into any episode of his podcast, and you're gonna be like, God damn, what am I doing with my life? That's who Scotty is. Um, no, but yeah, if you could nutshell for everyone uh, in your in your verbiage who are you as a creator and what do you do
2: all right so i create coach teach speak under the platform perspective collective um I'm a hand lettering illustrative artist basically i run a podcast for creators the perspective podcast weekly fuel for your mind and creative grind it's all about producing dope work but it's bigger than that the impact you make and getting over the head games along the way bringing some of the biggest names in the world uh, on the podcast too and I'm just out here trying to empower people to build profitable and fulfilling side hustles outside their day job. Cause that's all I know.
0: Right. Um, so Scotty, we, 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 talked to you about it before the call, but Dave found this really interesting thread in our discord with our Patreon community. And, um, the conversation was, immediately made us think about you. And obviously the entire thing you talk about is like working on your side hustle and, and, you know, some, sometimes that turns into becoming full time and all these things. Dave's going to, do you want to brief him? On yeah, what I'll, the- I'll
1: brief the, I'll brief the question. So, um, uh, great discussion was started by Luke Galloway in our discord. And he essentially is, he's at, he has a day job and he's been working freelance. Um, Kind of on and off, I guess, for the last four years, and he's come to the point, motivation and inspiration-wise, where he's figured out that he wants to leave. He's wanting to find a way and a time to leave his day job to take freelance full time, and he's struggling with the methods of how to go about that, how to how to create leads before he leaves, and knowing when the best time to leave is. Um, So that's basically the gist of it, Um, and obviously, Scotty, you came to mind because we. Uh, if you haven't listened to his podcast, people who are listening, he had a day job and has been working, building a successful side business for so long. And just recently now is transitioned to a new, a new period. Um, So I guess we'll start Scotty with um, first off, can you talk about the, the strategies and the, and the, the things that you used when you're trying to build something on the side of a day job to the point where you can get to a point where you feel like you can take it full-time and not miss too much of a beat.
2: Yeah, for sure. So first off, I think you just got to tap into something, tap into your sweet spot, which is the overlap of your greatest strength, your greatest passion, and then later on, you know, stage two, I have multiple stages for this, but then you find a market for it. Where is there demand for what you do? But first you got to just find that epicenter because if you just chase something that, Uh, you think it's just gonna bring you a lot of money, you're putting your ladder up against the wrong wall, you're climbing in the wrong direction, You climb back down and find something else. So finding that sweet spot in the beginning, and when you find something, um, treat it, I guess pro tip, side hustle pro tip, this is the biggest thing I teach my students, to just anybody, you gotta take yourself seriously, because if you don't take yourself and your side hustle seriously, it's hard for the world to align with that, especially clients you're trying to attract, so treat your side hustle like it's your full-time job, every day. Mm every day even like before the mornings like I would grind at 4:30 a.m. before I clocked into the day job at 7 a.m. I'd work my uh, lunch breaks for an hour I had two 10-minute breaks I'd grind head to the gym to get my mind right play dad and husband mode and I grind a little bit before I go to bed you know that was when I didn't have a family or married like I was grinding after work all the time so treat your side hustle like it's your day job you're never going to be ready to take that leap truly believe that because this happened to me the universe kind of pushed me into uh, taking the leap before I was ready, but with this mindset and mentality, it's going to prepare you. So when I got let go um, from my corporate cubicle last November, um, I, I was freaking out, reverting back to scarcity mindset. Like, okay, I need a safe job. I was going to be in about two years away from taking the leap to what I thought I was ready, but I wasn't building this for five and a half years for nothing. You know, outside of the day job, so it w- it was time, you know, push before I was ready, but I was prepared, mm. and because I always had this mentality, I treated this like this was my full time grind, even though it was outside of it. You know, I went from like maybe twenty five hours a week to fifteen hours a week, maybe ten hours a week when family was in picture, but um, that's the big one. And then protect your time and protect your energy. I'm big on carving out time. Like everybody has one hundred and sixty eight hours in a week and twenty four hours in a day. The reason why people who have a side hustle outside a day job, whether it's freelance, for me, it was coaching or podcasting. The reason why other people are doing so much compared to you is because they're strategic with their time. You know, if you're uh, uh, have a day job and you're side hustling, having that limited amount of time, that scarce amount of time outside your day job is actually an advantage. It's your asset. It allows you to focus on what's most important Mm. at that time versus feeling like you have to do all the things like once you know what you need to do, you know that target for this guy, he wants to go full time freelance. You know, like, what are the main initiatives that are most important and trim the fat? What are those time suckers? Where's the sacrifices at? Are you binging Game of Thrones or Netflix or TikTok dance videos? Like, fucking quit it. You know, like, how seriously are you taking yourself and where you want to be and project yourself in that future version of yourself when you're thriving and hustling full time doing you? And you got to make the sacrifices now. Right. Again, if you don't take yourself serious, then how are other people going to take you serious? It's all about mindset. That's right. Sure. I, I
0: thought it was incredible is that your. I mean, when did you start your podcast?
2: Uh, August 19,
0: 2016. 2016. And I'm, I've known Scott, Scott's from Iowa. Okay. So we're both from the same town and Scott, has been going at it since forever. Like starting a clothing brand early, early on that would rep all yeah, of our you rap knew, groups.
2: You knew me about before perspective collective. And the Way before. Doing, so. And so
0: seeing him develop this brand and really hone in on his craft and focus on what it was and balance, he's got a whole family, uh, not to mention like when you, what I think is interesting, you, you, you exiting your, previous job. That's your safety net, right? That's I think the hardest thing for anybody who's considering freelance is leaving their safety net. And that's honestly the hardest part about freelance in general is that you never know when the next paycheck's going to come. You never know mm-hmm. what the future holds. You you have no insurance. You have no, you know what I mean? You, you're dependent on yourself being great. So I think a lot of people struggle with the idea of, fuck, do I jump ship or do I just rock it out? And so many people get stuck in that, that tunnel vision of like, well like maybe I'll just do this for one more year. Maybe I'll do it for one more year. You developed this entire brand that is so dialed, like it, it, it's so completely dialed and we're forced out. But I think like how you, you know, piggybacking, what, piggybacking off what you were saying, it's like you developed and took it so serious as if it was your pre, your whole thing, that, that, that it was as if it were free or uh, your main job. And then when you got cut loose, the timing couldn't have been worse because you just bought a new house and you just had another 500%. kid
2: second kid was just announced. We just closed on a new uh, house that doubled our mortgage. Um, and then the following week, not uh, seven days later exactly, uh, I was canned.
0: So then you what know? What? my question yeah. is, is how do you, as you exit, what did you do to calm yourself down to allow you to focus I'm like, what was right in front of you? Because at the end of the day, you were like, "Oh shit, uh, I'm you know I'm terrified. I need to take on freelance gigs." Because for a long time, with your job and with your podcast, you were turning down gigs. You weren't doing like uh, hired illustrations or logo work or anything.
2: I, I was kind of off and on, so like I'd take a year off to focus on. Once I like I was taking it on because that was my breadwinner.
0: Freelance, right.
2: You know, and then you know I was I was doing freelance. I was doing public speaking, selling products, teaching workshops. Um, affiliate marketing, sponsors, like everything you could think of, I was doing it. But then once I found like the next level of focus, um, so like I probably made 20,000, around 15, 20,000 just on the side from freelance in 2018. But 2019, I was like, fuck, you know, I really want to pursue coaching, I feel called to do it. Um, I put a push pause on breadwinners of freelance and um, uh, products and I just went all in on this. Right. Um, but I, I want to say there's nothing wrong with having a day job and doing your thing on the side. Like we live in a world that's so fucking over glorified and you can't help like you, you, you're shooting on stage with Beyonce. You can't, I'm, I see people all the time, like um working with the biggest brands like Apple or um, fuck like Hasbro Mattel. And everybody's like, Oh my God, in order to be considered successful and be respected, I have to do my thing full time. And I'm here to say, you don't you know, like I built everything outside of this and got to speak on big ass stages, got to collaborate and be on podcasts for the biggest brands, got to work with Apple, you know, on a project. So it, it, there's no shame in working a day job. And for this dude who um maybe he feel like he's already hit his ceiling and you feel like you have to do the full time leap. But if you don't, ha- I have some tips for planning your escape here in a little bit, but If you don't have, like, a runway, I I would never tell someone, like, just drop what you're doing and go take risk it for the biscuit because you're putting yourself in a bad position because it's so over-glorified and people don't talk about how how hard it actually is or the months where you're not making any money, the months where you're eating fucking ramen, you know, because you don't know when that next job's coming in. So, like, I always went to route because I had debt from a private school and a family. Like, I had to have that safety net, but I was building it on the side, so, like, I guess, where are you right now in terms of like demand from clients? Are you turning down people left and right all the time? Like I was turning down lots of freelance, right? Um, you know, do you have, I guess we can talk about the safety nets or, um, you know, the tips for planning in a yeah, second.
1: I want to hop in here cause I think this is a great point to talk about this cause I feel like it's this two way point cause I love what you started off with cuz let's say it's are Luke, right? We're, what's up Luke? We're talking about you. What up Luke? We're talking about so, you. So, <laughs> you're in this situation, right? There's two I think there's two things you think about. It's number 1, what Scotty was talking about at first which is am I working hard enough on the side to really build this to a point where I can make this decision in a safe like secure way? Right. And if I'm not and I there's time that I can eliminate and time that I can carve out to make more strides in freelance and mm-hmm. I can hold on to this job just a little longer and start making some some decisions like saving money, start making some decisions like planning for the future, et cetera, so that you, when you do make this full transition, you can switch, that's one side of it, right? And there's other side where it's like, hmm, maybe someone says like, this job is taking all my energy, it's taking all my time, I'm no longer motivated, and I and, uh, I think of this quote that um, Brent Barbano, he's a DP, he was on our podcast, he said, you know, be careful what you do because you might end up doing it. And the, the whole topic of that was like, you know, Scotty, you said like, man, you, 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 you were hustling. And then you were, you were still said that you were like maybe two years away from taking the leap. And you never know if you just like, you just get in it and then you never know when you're going to leave. And so for some people might just need that, like rip the bandaid off and take off. Right. right. So it's like, mm. um, like, you know, I always thought to saw this quote, like the parachute can only open. So after you jump in the sense of like, uh, you sometimes just have to go for it to like get that get it out of yourself to really make it and i think like you you can stay it's hard to it's so easy to stay comfortable in your little spot and be like yeah i'm going to go freelance one day but then you never do it because you're just going to stay in that pocket so it's like so i'm interested to think to on your perspective on that like you know you're in this job you're not motivated like <clears throat> what are some steps you can take so that you're just going to take the, maybe you you just decide I'm going to spend a little time and then I'm going to take the leap and how do I make that transition as smooth as possible?
2: Okay, so it's hard without knowing context. Like how much is this dude making per month, you know, um, right now with freelance? Does he have a savings? Does he have projects he's turning down because he can't travel or something like that due to his constraints of his day job? So those are like things I want to know first. I'm never, again, if he doesn't have, demand, <clears throat> I would never tell someone just to just make the link and figure it out. And you're making like 500 bucks a month. Oh yeah. Luckily, you know, I would never tell anybody to go do that, no. especially depending on where you live in like LA. Fuck no, you can't do that. No, but maybe in Iowa and you can couch surf. Well, my, but,
0: when, when you remember when I made the move out to LA, like I knew I had a couch to go to. Right. And so I, and mm-hmm. I've talked about it on this podcast a million times for me, it was very important. And I learned this through music that, you have to have a budget to be able to do the shit you want to do. So for us with music, we're like, okay, if we could just get ten grand, that could get us in the studio, that could get us a music video, that could get us X, Y, Z. We could put it out on this platform and promote it or whatever. And so we understand the importance of the budget. And when I moved, it was the same thing. I was like, if I could just stack up ten k, I have ten grand, a runway, a runway, I'm good for at least three months to try this thing out. And if it all else fails, like. You got a job in the first place. You can go get another job. You know what I mean? Like exactly. at the end of the day. And you said it before we started this podcast. I want you to go back into it. It's like you were saying, t- I will deliver pizzas. Right. And we talk about Dave Ramsey all the time. We listen to this motherfucker. Yeah. But he says yeah, all the time. I'm in,
2: like, I'm in bad pe- uh, debt payoff mode. That's why it was going to take me another two years to get to this. Oh, gotcha. But now I'm like doing full time. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm about to get way past that. Just in like the next month.
0: Yeah. So that's like, getting incredible.
2: Because you, you remove the scene feeling and the limitations of how much you can make but also i don't know how good is this dude's work so is he going to take the full-time jump and his work's still not to that level Which mm. i don't know i feel like that's that's stuff that i would need to know so it's more just me but yeah it, it, maybe you don't have the demand so switch to somewhere part-time that doesn't uh, deflate or exhaust you and wear you out from where you're just not creatively inspired. Like for me, if I needed to, or my day job at corporate didn't compliment my lifestyle and wasn't a golden handcuff, I would have said deuces, peace the fuck out, bye Felicia, delivered pizzas, right. and then spent all that extra time. You know, I, I knew my focus. I knew what was gonna get me to where I wanted to be. It took me years to gain that clarity and to make that game plan. And I had to invest in coaches too. That was, that, those are the cheat codes, is community, um, online courses, investing in coaches, mentors, like those are the real cheat codes. There's nothing else that's overnight, hmm. but there's there's no shame in <laughs> for where he's at. If he doesn't have the demand, doesn't have the runway, the expenses built up, a budget, um, go get a part-time job somewhere and then really start building up your freelance on the side. Like I got coaching students right now who are in the same position. They want to call themselves full-time illustrators, but they don't have the demand there yet. And so I'm helping them land a part-time job and then let's let's just get to cracking. You know, hire yourself right now. Who do you want to work for? You want to do books and editorial? Um, you want to work with magazines? You want to work murals or billboards? Here's the work we're gonna do. Here's the dope work we're gonna do. mock-ups. We're gonna make pitch decks. We're gonna reach out our outreach to people all outside of your like part time pizza job right. or barista or love, whatever yeah. it is.
0: You know? Hold on one second. There's there's the thing I love about that the most, and I've seen so many. I think this is everyone's biggest. Lead to failure is when you have the plan, right? You could look at it like, "Oh, cool, I'm gonna go get a free." I've had several friends do this shit, and and it drove me nuts. And it's, it's it's sad to watch it happen. Where a homie will go get the side, the part time job, and commit to that, and then slowly the job increased hours or something where it happens, and all of a sudden when you take those time, you're like, "Okay, cool. If I go part time, I'm working 20 hours a week. The rest of the time, I'm gonna devote to my craft." And then you get tired and all of a sudden you start doing this you pick up an extra shift you do this and all of a sudden it kind of leads to more hours and you start dedicating yourself to that job and you get stuck in this rut and i think people get really stuck there to the point where they no longer do it. I've seen several friends like fall down that path where they can't get back up because they get too comfortable. And then you build friendships in that job. And then someone wants to have like, let's go out for a drink afterwards. Let's go out and do this. Let's smoke weed and do this and watch whatever the show is on Netflix tonight. And that keeps happening and it builds patterns. And then people forget what they started that job for in the first place. And I, I love it if you can like give a tip on how to create the vision that can block out all the other bullshit that is irrelevant to you chasing your goal, um, to stay focused on what the main asset is. Because if you say, all right, 20 hours a week, that gives me, I don't know, five, $500 a week. I don't know what it equals $500 a week. And I only need a thousand dollars for rent. I only need, um, 400 bucks for food for the month. And that allow me to spend the other, you know, several hours focused on what I'm doing. Cause I don't need much more than that because I've calculated it, you know?
2: Totally, and I want to go back to the parachute before it rips real quick too. Um, the only reason I have that little caution side is because if you rip the parachute and too soon and you fucking just fail and fall on your face, and then you feel like you weren't cut out for this, right. and then you're defeated forever trying it again, like that's one thing that I just want to note with people too. If it, if it doesn't work the first time around, that doesn't mean you're not cut out for no, it. No, I think I think, you know, you're, I think bad you're, timing.
1: You're bringing like a really cool perspective to this because I think you know it's. It's cool to hear like the not idealist side, not the not like, Oh, just figure it like it's going to work. You you know what I mean? Cause like, I feel like, you know, positive people like me and Ben might be talking like that, but it's, it's cool and to I'm hear that. I'm a very positive person, yeah. but i have just seen people no, not, fucking not, fail. Yeah. Not, not necessarily not positive, but like understanding the grind of it. For example, like Ben's talking about, Oh, you know, you get a part-time job and you might get stuck in a rut. But at the end of the day, that's like that's like the, the, the metal that you need to have. Like, and maybe if you don't have that, you need to go find that. Cause right. that's like what it takes is that type of mentality.
2: So, and and to, to answer Ben's question. So what I want to lead to is it all boils down to how badly do you fucking want it? Like right. Ben wanted it. If you kind of want it, you're going to kind of get results and dig in your bag of excuses and shiny object syndrome. So it's like it all boils down to: if you truly want that shit, and you know in your mind, in heart, and soul, and bones that this is gonna happen, you're gonna eat shit for a while. But like, you will make it happen. You already like it's it's non-negotiable. Like your brain, your mind is already cast to that vision. You know, like for me, I know I'm paying off this debt. I already know I was gonna be full time. So having these other things along the way take me two years, that's fine. I knew I was gonna be here. There was not. It was not negotiable. My dream was not negotiable, uh, and that's the mentality of treat it like it's your full time grind already. But if you only kind of want it, then you're gonna get derailed. You're gonna lose discipline. Um, you're gonna lose focus, and then go off for the drink. So I think it it really boils down to just that internal fuel. Like you can tell when people have it, that it factor, and you can tell when people just talk shit about it. You know, and Ben had it. So when he takes that risk and goes couch surfing, even if he did or didn't have the runway, I could see that fire within Ben. Like you just know when you're around people, if they have it, you can feel it. It's just energy. You can right. you can see it in their eyes, you know? So
1: I, I agree 100%. And I feel like, I feel like even if like, I feel like I had that at home and I feel like I, I didn't have it at first when I graduated college, I like had to manufacture that and I, the way I manufactured yeah. it, but was it's what I fed crazy. my mind with what I cultivated, what I felt my, what I fed my mind with. So whether it was listening to this you become podcast, what you consume. right. You
2: become what you consume. And I heard your story. Like you fucking have it. You, you took the risk, but like, you knew you weren't going to fail. Flying overnight to go take on this opportunity. Like I know about your shit. Like you have it. You will not let yourself fail. And right. failing, true failing is like just giving up or never trying. But like, Failing is really just progress. How can you right. fail faster to get to where you want to be? Yeah. I failed on so many fucking things.
0: And I and I think that yeah, it's it's the f- it's there's one thing to like study, and then there's another thing to do, and you have to start doing that shit. Whether it's two hours a week to four hours a week to eight hours a week, however you have to get there, it's a slow stride because I think the problem is that we all see the end result by all these people you want to start rapping and you see Jay-Z and you want to live in Jay-Z's house and be married to queen B and have like the same lifestyle and have all the, the, the watches and all this sh- like that shit didn't happen. Like years, 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 years of developing what we see right now. And I think so many people see a YouTuber on YouTube making cool videos and getting millions of views. And they're just like, I want that shit. I'm going to start that tomorrow. And that's going to be my thing. People expect the immediate results. Tim Dodd with everyday astronaut. He talks about all the time. He, he posted every week for the whole, what was it, a year before he even saw over a thousand views. You know what I mean? On his YouTube channel. Now he's got quarter, maybe a quarter away from a million. I don't know what it is, but he's grown. And he's interviewed Elon Musk. Like it takes a lot of time and dedication. You have to be able to be willing to take the shitty, no paychecks, the 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 months where you're literally broke and can't go see a movie because your friends invited you or take the trip to fucking Bali for spring break or whatever it may be. That shit's going to, just naturally happen if you are understood. If you have, a, I can't talk today. If you can understand that all this I just talked about it on Twitter the other day, I just went off.
1: Now keep going. You're on. A, you're on. A I road. know.
0: The, I'm getting like the what I said in Twitter. What on this Twitter ran, I went on to is like buying my car. I just bought a car, and I talked about the entire road to getting to the point where I just bought my own car, like paid cash for a car, and it felt great or whatever. But like getting here, I had to go through the biggest trench of feeling so behind compared to people I was I grew up around. And I fucking hated that feeling. I only felt that feeling really when I went home. So whenever I go back to Iowa from LA and I get there and people would be like, oh, what's going on? You uh, how, Have you been making money? Have you been doing this X, y, Z? I would feel this weird pressure, like a society pressure that I wasn't doing enough. But I knew what I was doing in L.A., sleeping on a floor, putting my work in, working 15, 16, 17 hours a day, trying to make my name. I knew it was going to pay off in the long run. So I just had to ride that shit out for literally years before I saw You it.
2: saw it, though. You had to it see it. It a matter of thing before reality aligns with your mindset.
0: Exactly, you man. Know? I love that. Yo, so I think that what we just talked about we should yeah so this will be good so we'll just start recording the podcast now and we can start diving into this <laughs> oh
2: god oh i don't know I, so I, I have one quick post that might help this dude out or anybody listening please and it's from uh chris doe he was on the uh, podcast episode 150 but he has some tips for planning your escape i'm just gonna burn through them if i got time
1: please you got time bro hit okay. it
2: okay reduce your expenses Mm-hmm. That's that's huge. That was massive for me. As soon as I got laid off, I'm like, oh fuck, what can I come through? Get rid of everything. Um, I should have thought about it ahead of time. Sell everything you don't need anymore, actively using Facebook marketplace, whatever. Um, save every dollar until you have three months of runway. Some people like I'm more of a six month, but it depends on the demand, you know, and your quality of work and people hitting you up. Um for me, and he says wake up two hours earlier each day. This was it for me when i when i started getting my morning grinding routine that changed my life mm. that's where i started seeing big ass breakthroughs um use that time to work on your portfolio hire yourself a project outreach whatever you can do get your work up on every kind of site for me it's like behance dribble instagram fuck i'm using tiktok now i'm using linkedin you know all that shit gary v tells you i'm doing it right you know so for you guys it's vimeo or whatever platforms you need to get on. Um, TikTok for anybody's a freelancer. Show your edits. I see a, I saw a dude breaking down Lightroom edits and it was popping up mm-hmm. on his TikTok. So right. you know, leverage it something differently. Uh he says launch your site, eliminate anything that isn't contributing to your long goals, um, Netflix, hanging with people, uh, parties, make the necessary sacrifices for a period of time. Remind yourself why you're putting this in writing and reading it each day. And when you're ready most important, I'm big on relationships, not burning bridges. You never know when this person might hire you or contract you for something or refer you. So um, when you're ready, give your two weeks notice. Thank your employer for the opportunity and give them like a thoughtful gift or something like that. Let them know if there's work that isn't a good fit, you could appreciate the referral or something. Woo! You know, so don't burn
0: bridges. Yo, you hit the nail Bro, where, on the head. Where champ.
1: do I, first off, is if anyone wants to find that, first off, episode I think we need, we need to do an episode by itself. On those, what he just did because yeah, that was amazing. And I also, know. is there anywhere that people can find? It? We'll put it on. We'll put the words on top. But I'll, like, uh,
2: can, I'll I'll just text it to you in this group text that we're in right now. He said, "Was uh, that you but, said
0: you guys chatted about that in episode 150 of your podcast?"
2: Uh, no, this was just a post. This guy oh, was, was on. His name is Chris Doe of the Future. like one of the biggest online educational for creatives and business people. Like tons of freelance. Like if you're not soaking up value from this dude, he'll teach you pricing. I know you guys do too but like this guy is right. a not for long like yeah fine. online education like what you're building too but you're just really more specific he's more specific and geared towards like designers and creatives
0: but did you right. get that in the group chat? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Thank Instagram you. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll make mm-hmm. sure to
1: link this for everyone so they can read that because that was awesome. yeah Scotty, end it.
0: I know you got, we, we're, we're going to get into our question of the day and stuff and I know you got things to do. So we appreciate your time. Everyone, please tune in to Sky's podcast. We need you to all go sub to that motherfucker because he's trying to, you know, do this for a living. That'd be nice. Top, top
2: 10. By the end of this year, top 10, uh, arts design podcast. Wow.
1: So that's the goal. And hey, we marked it down. Manifest that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Go leave reviews manifest. and get into the top 10. Let's go. Yo, uh, Scotty,
1: we're going to have to manifest. have you on it. We have to have you on again. We like your energy. I wish you could, could be impressed.
2: Anytime you need one of these. I, I work from home now. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> so I can make it happen a lot easier. I don't have to take a lunch break to do this. There shit, we so.
0: go. No, I appreciate it, man. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to leave with the people?
2: No, actually, I just put out. When's this come out?
0: Uh, a couple weeks, like two weeks, I think. Yeah. Two weeks.
2: All right. I just put out a massive resource for those who wanna build a profitable, fulfilling side hustle inside, whether it's freelance, content creator, whatever it is, and it's called the Side Hustlers Handbook PDF course. Nice. It's fucking in depth as hell. It's all about building that profitable and fulfilling side hustle. It's gonna challenge you to your creative core, deep thinking, big goal setting, followed up with massive actions, tons of resources and helping you leverage your Instagram to not only build a like minded tribe of people who like your shit, but as well uh, specifically tailor it to people who can hire you to attract clients as well. So How, how do people uh, find Hustlers,
0: it? com. Everyone make sure to follow Scotty. We put all the links in the description below. We appreciate you guys listening to this morning roast episode. Let us know in the comments what, what you guys think about this. We're calling different people. We're testing that format out. I think it's cool. I like it. Do you like it? Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. I think uh, I'll
1: definitely link uh, some of the things Scotty was talking about, I like the post and some resources from him because he just fired me up. Mm-hmm. it's in the morning morning roast shout out
0: um but that's it make sure to follow us on instagram at black White no cream we appreciate that subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you use we're on all of that shit and uh leave us a review if you got time apple podcast we would appreciate that also
1: go it's comment first. on youtube if you took it has some takeaways from from scotty
0: yeah and if you didn't then you weren't listening you gotta clean out your ears and restart this episode <laughs> all right cool that's it we'll see you in a few days you bitch yeah, yeah, yeah.